Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck, to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 20 The Lord answer you in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and give you support from Zion. May he remember all your offerings and regard with favor your burnt sacrifices. May he grant you your heart's desire and fulfill all your plans. May we shout for joy over your victory and in the name of of our God set up our banners. May the Lord fulfill all your petitions. Now I know that the Lord will help his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with mighty victories by his right hand. Some take pride in chariots and some in horses, but our pride is in the name of the Lord our God. They will collapse and fall, but we shall rise and stand upright. Give victory to the King, O Lord. Answer us when we call. Exodus chapter 40, verses 1 through 15. The Lord spoke to Moses, On the first day of the first month you shall set up a tabernacle in the tent of meeting. You shall put up in, you shall put in it the Ark of the Covenant, and you shall screen the Ark with the curtain. You shall bring in the table and arrange its setting, and you shall bring in the lampstand and set up its lamps. You shall put the golden altar for incense before the Ark of the Covenant, and set up the screen for the entrance of the tabernacle. You shall set the altar of burnt offering before the entrance of the tabernacle of the tent of meeting, and place the basin between the tent of meeting and the altar, and put water in it. You shall set up the court all around, and hang up the screen for the gate of the court. Then you shall take the anointing oil, and anoint the tabernacle and all that is in it, and consecrate it and all its furniture, so that it shall become holy. You shall also anoint the altar of burnt offering and all its utensils, and consecrate the altar, so that the altar shall be the most holy. You shall also anoint the basin with its stand, and consecrate it. Then you shall bring Aaron and his sons to the entrance of the tent of meeting, and shall wash them with water, and put on Aaron the sacred vestments. And you shall anoint him and consecrate him, so that he may serve me as priest. You shall bring his sons also, and put tunics on them, and anoint them, as you anointed their father, that they may serve me as priests. And their anointing shall admit them to a perpetual priesthood throughout all generations to come. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 19 through 25. Therefore, my friends, since we have confidence to enter the sanctuary by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us approach with a true heart and full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who has promised is faithful. And let us consider how to provoke one another to love and good deeds, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching.
on the uh, Pew Pew website, I think towards the bottom, I mentioned that you don't have to be ordained and you don't have to be an operator. Um, and today's reading is about priests, um, the early um, creation of the priesthood and Aaron and his brothers, so Moses's, or I'm sorry, his sons, Moses's brother and nephews, um, they become the, the priests for Israel. Uh, and then uh, Christ fulfills, uh, according to the Christian tradition, Christ fulfills the role of priest, but he also calls um, all of us to be a nation of, of priests. And this, it's actually language from the Old Testament. So there are people who are ordained, um, but that doesn't mean that that responsibility of being set apart and being and doing good um, doesn't fall upon all of us. But I mentioned the ordained and operator thing. For non-military folk, operators are uh, people in special operations. Um, and so operators is a short term for all the many different um, jobs across the different military branches that answer to special operations commands or have some higher degree of expertise um, and also kind of like a cool factor. So operators are, you know, they're the people that you look up to. Um, and it requires more training. It, it demands more respect. And in certain circles, in the Christian church, um, people who are ordained are the ones that um, are, are looked up to and, you know, require extra training sometimes. Um, and that's not, that's not the emphasis for Pew Pew HQ. Um, you don't have to be an operator. You don't have to be ordained. Um, and it isn't really one of our, our our goals. And part of that is because in the veteran space, um, other um, companies or enterprises, um, it's all about being an operator. It's all about owning as many guns as you can. Um, it's not all about it, but it's definitely a primary interest of many um, uh, veteran uh, organizations and companies, um, and that's fine. I mean, I don't, I don't particularly, you know, I don't have anything against operators, and I certainly don't have anything against people who are ordained. But sometimes that hierarchy or that echelon system um, can be distracting, and we that same impetus of like venerating the people uh, who have more training or go through more, persevere can be really problematic. So, for example, it's... I don't think it's uncommon at all, but uh, one example I I ran into recently, there's a Vietnam vet, I think it was a Vietnam vet, maybe Korea, um, who got into some kind of, you know, Instagram back and forth um, and said, you know, I did this and that and the other thing, and when it came time, I swore an oath and blah, 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 blah. And somehow this person seemed to assume that being a veteran made him better than someone um uh in in some some circles uh task and purpose i think is doing a really good job of calling out veteran entitlement being a veteran doesn't make you better than someone else um being an operator does not make you better than someone else being an ordained person does not make you better than someone else um that's why humility is one of the uh the primary kind of um values for PPUHQ that yeah if you're an operator then 
I think it's really important that you remember that they're the quiet professionals. Um, that uh, we don't need to talk up our accomplishments in order to gain respect or or leverage or anything of that nature. And I think uh, priests are not as likely to do that. I think um, people who are not priests sometimes forget the, f- the function of priests, and it's not to serve as Christ, even though that they have that ability in consecrating uh, the elements of the table, um, but it's to serve the, the church, the body of Christ, um, that it, you know, being a priest or being um, ordained doesn't bring you closer to God. Um, being a priest means that you are called to serve others. Uh, being an operator means that you're called to serve others in a, in a unique way, but that doesn't give you a leg up on other people. Um, and that's why um, my interest in, the, in Pew Pew HQ is, is really emphasizing uh, the humble and hardy people um, that, you know, are content to just take orders and to go on about their merry way um, and just try and do the job that's been given to them without making a big deal out of it, without you know, assuming that somehow they're cooler than uh, the person beside them. Um, and you'll notice that in the, um, that in Paul's writings, we're, we're called to have confidence that we have this high priest for us. Um, and the, the role of the uh, Aaronic priests, the, the, the Levitical tribe in Israel, it's one of service, so they set up a tent. They do these menial tasks. They're the ones that carry all the equipment uh, when they're wandering in the desert. Um, and so it's not something that, sure, it may be um, something to aspire to, but to never forget the work that goes into it. Uh, never, uh, the point is to never forget that we actually have a high priest. And that if we are all priests, and including those who are ordained and who are not, um, to never forget the, that we have a high priest who is serving in the temple now for us on our behalf um, and to to remember uh, to have confidence and to not be so bold as to think that um, that we uh, can be a substitute for for Christ. Prayer for Clergy and People from the Book of Common Prayer Almighty and everlasting God, from whom comes every good and perfect gift, send down upon our bishops and other clergy, and upon the congregations committed to their charge, the healthful spirit of your grace, and that they may truly please you, pour upon them the continual dew of your blessing. Grant this, O Lord for the honor of our advocate and mediator, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for falling into Pew Pew HQ's First Formation, where we share morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support this podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation. You can sponsor morning prayer for pew pew people with as little as a dollar a month 
and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host yourself by recording a lectionary reading and sending it to me to be included in a weekday episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts can be found in earlier episodes, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in First Formation in this or any way. Finally, and maybe most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a voice message feature on Anchor's iOS or Android apps. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it. Three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you will continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been and always will be Logan Isaac. Always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.